Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. I am anti goodie bags and will go to my grave railing against goodie bags. Okay. What fresh hell. Laughing in the face of motherhood. But I don't think you can opt out. You can definitely opt out. What are you saying? With Margaret Abels and Amy Wilson. It was an American <laughs> girl movie. She's like, but there was a skull in it and I'm afraid of bones. A podcast that solves today's parenting dilemmas so you don't have to. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the What Fresh Health podcast. This is Amy. This is Margaret. And today we're talking about kids' birthday parties. Wow. If you must. I am just going to warn you people. Birthday party, Eeyore, right here. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a supporter of kids' birthday parties. I'm like a 1950s dad. I'm like, give them a pack of smokes and send them on their way. Like, why do we have to do birthday parties? You know, I just read a a meme on Facebook about Eeyore that was like, you know, the nice thing about Eeyore is that his friends didn't try to make him him not Eeyore, and they still... (laughs) And they still included him. It's like, too, I probably would just kind of stop inviting you. I would try to change him. I just wouldn't invite him anymore. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, that doesn't actually apply to me. I'd be like, that Eeyore is a real downer. Why does he always have to come to stuff? I did feel a little bad self-examining myself. But in this case, I'm not going to try to make you not Eeyore because I, too, am like, No, I am the birthday birthday party party. like ghoul. You know, it's just, I just don't, I don't. My cause in life, if you're a podcast listener, you know that my only cause in life is um, getting rid of goodie bags. It's the only thing I care about. All right. So let's start I mean, there. let the environment go. Climate change. Sorry, guys. But my, I will live and die on my singular cause. Let's get rid of goodie bags for birthday parties. Back in the day, you didn't have to give kids presents for coming to your party. No, that was not part I of it. I think so, right? No, no. I mean, I will say, because I've been thinking a lot about this. Let me, let, let's not start on such a negative note. <laughs> I was re-examining, which basically a lot of these memories are based on, um, you know, home movie, 60 millimeter footage. But like we, we definitely had birthday parties growing up. And I feel like we had goodie bags, like the... Like in that we had Halloween and you went to Woolworths and got like the plastic mask and the plastic sheet that announced the name of the television show. Right. I had a picture front. of you on it. You weren't, you wore yeah, it was a, a picture, picture of Barbie. It was your Barbie. face was a face of Barbie. And then the, <laughs> it was a smock that a picture of Barbie. That was the Halloween costume. Um, we also had the 70s birthday party that did, I believe, usually include 
a plastic bag with pictures of balloons on it that had like a lollipop in it. I definitely think we we got goodie bags even back in the day. You know, I don't recall Shake them. my cane on my front stoop, get off my lawn. Back in the day, we had goodie bags. So here's my goodie bag story. My my uh, oldest, I think he I think he was six, and he had his whole you know class was invited to his party. We'll get to that because you have to invite the whole class, right? And and I decided I'm not going to do goodie bags. Who wants goodie bags? I'm going to give them each. They were all in first grade, so I gave them each one of those, like, learn to read books, Biscuit Takes a Bath, or whatever I got. Like, <laughs> a bunch oh. of those. Cause they You're were like, like the mom who gives apples or yeah, pennies exactly. on so Halloween. Everybody can pick a book. And this one kid, I still remember her looking at me like, where's the goodie bag? And like, the, there is no goodie bag. The goodie bag is a book. You can pick a book. And she was like, there's supposed to be a bag. <laughs> She's totally right, Amy. I mean, She's I'm team that in the kid. gap. Yeah, I mean, bag? that's... That's whack. I, I mean, like, you, no you raised the game. No you bag. were like, not only am I not giving you a good, you might as well have just been like, here's your stock of broccoli. Go home. It was biscuit. It wasn't, you know, <laughs> wasn't wasn't physics. I mean, so so I, I guess they are sort of unavoidable. I, so I do kind of resent that They're I'm supposed avoidable. to give kids presents for coming to my kid's party and, and stress about it. But um, But I don't think you can opt out. You can definitely opt out. What are you saying? Just don't have You them. just say there's no giving. Oh, we don't have those. We don't have goodie bags. This is what I object to. And we're going to do a podcast about this because it's becoming my next cause. <laughs> Here we go. So that's just good. Let's just really the, lay the it The podcast out. is leaving parenting advice and is just devolving into my screeds about things that annoy me in life. So enjoy that, everyone. Uh, this is the thing. It's just bag of garbage, basically. And I mean, I suppose... The sort of favor, if you are the Pinterest, like, wedding person who wants to, like, give me a jar of honey that says, you know, like, Amy Hart's David on it at the end. Like, I don't have a beef with you, really, but the inevitable bag of Pokemon, bouncy ball, one pencil, one little plastic spinner game with a metal ball that rolls around like that was just clearly made overseas by a seven-year-old somewhere in a factory like I, I the whole thing to me is just like why are we engaging in this practice it the value add is zero they're they're definitely uh waiting for the landfill right all, all oh it's just it's just like Take it from the party, put it right in. The, like, we could skip the middleman. We could just have Party City once a week deliver a giant bag of garbage to the landfill and just skip the middleman. Because that's exactly the process. Like, you go to Party City and spend a lot of money on plastic horror. You give that <laughs> to my kid, and then I put it in the landfill. Like, let's just have Party City. We'll all send Party City $20 a week and say, please just deliver that garbage directly to the landfill and it would still be easier cut out the middleman you don't have to go to party city then right just you can they can auto yeah and, and you could skip the part where your kid leaves it behind at the party and cries for 10 minutes in the minivan on the way home <laughs> that they left their bag of garbage <laughs> at the party i have strong feelings on goodie bags people and and then it's like the uh, the other option is let's all go on pinterest and handcraft loving stuff with every kid's name on it I, I don't know i'm not interested in that goodie bags are should not be part of the equation well, what do we do about that? Do we do we? You just say I opt out. I have no goodie bags at my party. Okay. This is the one thing we have a pinata at every party, and that to me is your goodie bag. Then I take a plus a paper, you know, a brown paper bag, and I write your name on it, and I hand it to you, and then whatever you can grab out of the pinata, 
that's your goodie bag. Go home. Pinatas. Why do we need on top of the pinata another bag of garbage? I have an idea. We could just give each kid five bucks as they're leaving. It's fine. <laughs> they would love that. Kids, so much better than five dollars and, and a firm handshake and on your way. <laughs> it would be fine. At least they could put it in a college savings fund or something. Yeah, I do think the great crap exchange has to stop. Well, and that extends to presents too, right? Like one of my sort of pet peeves about this is. Like, hey, what do you what do you get for these kids? What do they, what do they want? Nothing. What do they need? Nothing. And so, you know, I I, I feel like my kids' closets end up filled with really complicated arts and crafts projects that they got as birthday presents that like we're not gonna we're not gonna do the fire up the kiln and, and paint your <laughs> dinosaur and so kiln. it sticks on a shelf until I give it away to Toys for Tots or regift it for, for somebody else's birthday party hoping that it wasn't the same kid who gave it to them. They, they, these, I feel like they, they're finding the finding the right gifts is is uh, is tough too. And how much do you spend? How much do you spend on a on a birthday gift? Twenty dollars maximum, but I that's kinda, still a lot. No, I, I kind of feel like that's what it should be. But I mean, I guess it's New York City, but things edge like north and north of that, particularly as the kids get a little older. Well, that's the thing. So I still have little ones, eight, seven, five are mine. So like $20 is an absolute max. I think you have to have a present. It's part of it. It's part of it for my kids. I do see people now, you know, their kid, especially a little bit older, their kids will have a party and they take donations for stuff or, you know, their kid loves animals. They take a donation for like a dog shelter or something. And I, I think that seems really appealing to me. And I mean, well, sometimes you will get an invite that says no gifts, please. But then you never know. Then you show up. If and you write no gifts, gifts please, anyway. I'm not bringing a gift. No. If you write no gifts, please, I'm going to respect that. Uh, now I feel like I'm the one who respects that and then you show up and there's gifts and it's like, oh crap. Like, no, it says no gifts, please. No gifts, like, please you, you're you're no doing gifts, the right please. thing. I'd say if it's no gifts, it's no gifts. And it's funny. Uh, I, I try to force that. I've tried to force that on my kids. Like, let's do a no gifts, please. But it's different. Like when they're 14, it's sort of get a grip. No, you don't need anything. Um, I'll, you know, I'll buy you a new pair of sneakers. Happy birthday. Right. I think it's hard for like a six year old. Right. A six or seven year old, they want to open 12 presents. They do. Even, even though, even though they're going to end up in a box under their bed, they, they do want that. And so I'm not going to make my kid do it, say no gifts, but. Well, this year we had a huge swing and a miss in my efforts to fight the birthday party, which was that (laughs) I decided that we would start moving towards the let's go have an experience rather than a birthday party. Oh, sure. Experience. Fewer because kids. That seemed like right? a good idea. Like no, of, no kids. Like, oh, let's no just kids. go have a okay. family experience. Oh, wow. Okay. And so, non sponsored post my kid loves Great Wolf Lodge, which is like this indoor water park in the Poconos. And we had gone once before. And ever since we gone, when are we going back? When are we going back? I love it there so much. And I said, well, maybe we can go there for your birthday this year instead of having a birthday party at the house. And he was surprisingly amenable to this idea. Mm. And I was like, yes. I, it One and done, my first attempt, I have killed the birthday party. We will be goodie bag free. We will take a family trip to Great Wolf Lodge. At which point, we book the room at Great Wolf Lodge. And then it becomes clear that he does not understand the deal at all. He does not understand what is the transaction that has just taken place. And he 
is excitedly looking forward to all of his friends from school coming to Great Wolf Lodge for his Great Wolf Lodge birthday party. Something that would have cost roughly (laughs) $10,000. So then I'm like, oh no. And I try to explain, no, no, in lieu of that. Perhaps I shouldn't have used the vocabulary word in lieu of. (laughs) In lieu of the party, we will just be mom and dad and your siblings and your two cousins hanging out at Great Wolf Lodge. At which point he starts hysterically crying and realizing that I've ruined his life and that he's not having a birthday party at all. And then I hastily throw together a backyard birthday party, invite the boys from his class, ask him for a theme. He says it's Minecraft. I like <laughs> hang up some like Minecraft, like a mine pin the tail on the Minecraft thing in the backyard and have 12 kids over and have a sort of very improvised birthday party. And a trip to Great Wolf Lodge. And a trip to Great Wolf Lodge. That's a, and that's a lose lose. That's a lose lose. If you'll uh, forgive yeah. my impression. with all the presents. Oh no, it was a total <laughs> swing and a miss. I mean, I really thought I had nailed it. I was like, ba boom, no more birthday parties. And then I ended up doing both. So then suddenly we're having twelve people over. We live in the suburbs. We have a big lawn. I tell everyone, like, if you have a Minecraft weapon, bring it to the party, and mm-hmm. the kids can just beat each other in our lawn for one hour. The late, the correct length for a birthday party is, Amy, go. The correct, sorry, what? Length of time for a birthday party. Oh, 90 minutes. 90 minutes is the correct answer. Ding. <gasps> yes. You've won today's prize. 90-minute <laughs> party, 4 to 5.30, pizza at the end, everyone's fed, and we're done. And... I'm just like, bring Minecraft stuff. You can hit each other over the head with it. We'll serve you pizza, give you cake, send you home. Then my son's like, well, I was, I thought we might have a magician. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we already spent the magician's money on Grey Wolf Lodge. Sorry. Like no magician is coming to this birthday party. He had gotten a magic set. This is my seven-year-old. He's turning seven at the birthday. He had gotten a magic set for his birthday. And he's like, I'll be the magician for the party. Holy cow. And... I was kind of on the fence because I was like, wait, I don't know if your friends are going to pay attention. They make goof on you. And I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's going to go well. But he's like, no, I want to be the magician. So his friends all come over. He has a brother. So he's in first grade. He's a brother who's in third grade. And because a bunch of the kids in first grade have third grade siblings, there's like four third graders there because all the first graders have siblings. I, they come. So that there's a group of third oh, graders. Oh, boy. They're to make trouble. No. Let me tell you. They got way into it. I told them they were going to be the MCs for the magic show. Oh. They were like the ushers. They got all the kids sitting down on our back steps. We turned music on. That was like, dun, 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 dun. I don't know, like sports music or something. Harry, my first grader, came out in a full magic outfit that had come with the set, like sparkly vest, cape, and a top hat. Nice. The kids were so into it. The third graders were like hype men. They were like, every time he did a trick, they were like, let's hear it for Harry. And they were like hyping the crowd. The kids were so into it. He did like seven tricks. The kids were ooing and eyeing. He kept he kept calling kids up to be his assistant. It was great. He did like a 20-minute magic show. It was so much better than paying some dude from the city like $450 to come out and do it. And it was a huge hit. Wow. It turned out awesome. So, I, so like I will tell you, in and out, that backyard birthday party for 12 kids. Get Harry Under $200 in and out. <laughs> yeah. That's pizza, a couple Minecraft decorations. I made the cake. We, we, were, we were 
calf roped out clear for 200 bucks. Definitely. I mean, if if you have a backyard, which of course I don't, but if you, a backyard on a nice day and a sheet cake from Costco, bim, bim, boom, done. You're and, done. And and, and, and a, a variety of, of sporting equipment, right? That that, that that seems to me that's that's all you need. A couple and of or space. weaponry, yes. And or weaponry. And, and something we've said a lot before on the podcast, I think also applies to birthday parties. And my kids are still seven and eight. They're pretty young for this still. Um, involve your kids in putting it together. And they have some ownership of it. And they, my kids got really into that. Like for the Minecraft surprise party, it was a surprise because I didn't know it was happening until like four days beforehand. I just said to the kids, like, what's a fun version of a game? Can we, is there like a tug of war version of Minecraft? And they were like, oh, robots versus zombies. Or sorry, anyone who's into Minecraft, I have no mm-hmm. idea what happens in Minecraft, but like, whatever. Like, there's pigs, I think. <laughs> that's Angry Birds. Cre- oh, right. <laughs> okay, you know less about Minecraft Cre- than I do because I know there's no pigs. Creepers. There's creepers. There's cows. There's definitely cows. I said pigs, but it's cows. There's sheep, I think. Oh, mate, sheep. You're right. I think it's sheep. So, okay. <laughs> You're definitely I'll, not. I'll hit on it. Wait You're not invited donkeys? to the Minecraft birthday party. <laughs> Monkeys. Um, but they really had fun thinking about what the party was going to be and almost like throwing it for themselves. You're right. We have the huge advantage that we have a yard. It's May. I have a daughter whose birthday is January 31st. And I will tell you how I solved that dilemma. Yeah, please do. Two kids. Two kids invited every year. And she's five, so this year she's starting kindergarten and we'll probably have a class party that happens at like Bounce You or whatever indoor playground will charge me like 500 bucks to throw it. But ever since she was little, I just have two friends over and I call their moms and I'm like, what day can they come? And they come in full princess regalia and we have a tea party for the three of them. And I make a very, very elaborate cake, like one of those doll sticks in and the the skirt is the cake. You're a good cake maker. I am a good cake maker. That's my one skill. It, you know, people might think that of the two of us, that you I would was be the, the meticulous cake maker. baker. I <laughs> am not a good cake. I'm, I am going to find and put on our show page the picture of the Lego cake that I made for my son's Lego birthday party. I think was it bad? Was it was, I did like, like my most successful blog post of all time was, was talking about baking this cake, which it just was supposed to look like a big Lego brick. Yeah, that's not a was, super complicated cake. No, all you had to do was like cut in half cupcakes and then like put them on the top to be the circles, like, you know, the right. parts. That and then make in. a brick. Yeah. And make a brick. Uh, I'll, I'll let you imagine the, the <laughs> horror show that it was. This cake was like, it was the worst thing you've ever seen. And my son, he really did. He loved it because I made it for him. He just, he was so proud of it. Now we laugh about it because it looks terrible. But at the time that was my takeaway. Like he really loved my homemade cake, but I have a, I have a homemade cake tip for those of us. Well, first of all, I, I think it's fine to go to food emporium and, you know, and get a horrible food coloring cake because the kids like it. But I, in the past, my kids have wanted dinosaur cakes and I don't know, door the explorer cakes and stuff. And I will make just a cake out of the box and then just stick plastic dinosaurs on it or stick like, yeah, that's a good way to play. Use their toys. Huge way to play the cake with their toys. And they think it's amazing. I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's a good way. And I do make elaborate cakes and I'll put some pictures up because I've made some pretty elaborate cakes. I'm a pretty good cake maker. I don't know why because I don't, I'm, I don't know. I just, I'm pretty good. I didn't read you that way, but you are. They still look really homemade, but they're like good homemade. I don't know what to say. I make a pretty good cake, but this is what I'll say. You don't have to do all the things. You just have to pick your one thing. So when we were growing up, my mom handmade all of our Halloween costumes and they were amazing. And like, 
the living lore to this day. Like she, I was Statue of Liberty one year. She like hand dyed sheets green. And so wait, hold on. A, you weren't yes. wearing the Barbie plastic mask that made your face hot and then the smock with the picture of Barbie on totally it? Totally not. My mom handmade all of it. In fact, as we were having that conversation, I was like, I can't really speak to this because, and of course, as one does, because she handmade all of our Halloween costumes, all I wanted in the world was the Barbie mask <laughs> because it seems so fun to go to Woolworths and pick it out. But he was hot behind that mask and a little. I did not wear the plastic. Ready. My mom handmade the Halloween costumes, but then like store bought the cakes. We always had Baskin Robbins ice cream, whatever it was. If you're stressed and feel like, oh my god, I don't do enough things, or like make a garden with your kids, whatever, pick one thing and do that one thing well with your kids, and they'll always remember it. Rather than stressing yourself out that like, oh my God, I have to make Halloween costumes. And I have, my sister is really, really good at Halloween costumes. She makes great, great Halloween costumes. I don't touch a Halloween costume. We go to Party City two nights before. They pick something out of the box and they put it on. I don't mess with Halloween costumes, but I do cakes. Don't try to do all of those things. Just pick one that seems fun. Mine is Harry Potter voices. I do really good. Oh, See, you've Harry got Potter your thing. Do good voices. I don't have yeah. cakes or Halloween When you're voices. dead, your your kids will be like, my mom <laughs> used to do the greatest Harry Potter voice. And my kids will be like, in therapy, they'll be like, my mom locked us out of the house 90 different times. And once she left one of us at camp. But these cakes <laughs> but were bomb. The cakes. When they come at me, I'm going to be like, remember that Lightning McQueen cake? It took me seven hours. How about that helicopter with a hold up? working rotor made out of rice krispies come at me bro yes all right we need to put those up and 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 there's also i'm also going to put up a link to an abc news thing they did about a totally unhinged couple that spent forty thousand dollars on their first one-year-old's birthday party forty thousand all right so i think we should take a break yeah but when we come back we need to talk about bonkers birthday parties because that's a, a topic rife with fun bonkers birthday parties when we come back and now, based on suggestions from listeners of the What Fresh Hell podcast, here are some birthday party worst haiku. Teasing birthday girl. Gave her just a little shove. Compound fracture. Nice. Had no goodie bags. I can't leave without my bag. Bad rookie mistake. Cupcakes in the car with the keys. Both locked inside. Late to home party. Friend of birthday boy gets a front row seat and then throws up on the cake. Twelve kids in first grade go to paint some pottery. All is breakable. Party day. Ice storm. Baskin-Robbins cakes show up. No kids. All for mom. Fight in parking lot. Words, then punches thrown. All for a one-year-old's cake. Yay! A water slide! Hot dispute in the splash zone. Birthday boy gets slapped. Mom taking a pic, capturing the birthday cake, sets her hair on fire. Cake has candles. Yum! Sophie puts one in her mouth to lick it. Wrong end. Kids in the ball pit. One lad points, says, hey, guess what? My brother peed there. Too much Capri Sun. Puke, and then more Capri Sun. Margaret, I've got a go-to baby shower gift that I give whenever there's another newborn in my life. Can you guess what it is? Amy, three guesses, first two don't count. It's Pampers Swaddlers. 
Exactly. Pampers Swaddlers keep baby skin dry, happy, and healthy. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better than the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist-approved by the Skin Health Alliance, hypoallergenic, and free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes are five times stronger, gripping mess more firmly, shall we say, and making diaper changes a breeze. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Then redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers cash has no cash value. Margaret, I've been at the research again, looking into metabolic health and more importantly, metabolic flexibility, which turns out is the key to improved energy levels, better sleep, better fitness, all the things. And I found out about all this because we got a chance to try Lumen, the first handheld device that helps you manage your metabolic health. Lumen works when you breathe into it. If you do that first thing in the morning or after a workout, Lumen measures your metabolism by measuring the amount of carbon dioxide in your breath. It's science, people. That lets you see exactly what's going on in your body in real time. Then you use Lumen's app to get tailored guidance to improve your sleep, your nutrition, even stress management. If you're interested in figuring out the effects of different sorts of foods on your body, Lumen is a really cool way to see what's actually happening as your body burns different fuel sources. If you want to take the next step in improving your health, go to lumen.me and use Fresh to get $100 off your Lumen. That is L-U-M-E-N dot M-E. Lumen.me and use the code Fresh at checkout for $100 off. Thank you, Lumen, for sponsoring this episode. Amy, you know me well enough to know that my daily power breakfast is... Toast with peanut butter on top. Toast with peanut butter. It's also, by the way, one of my favorite power breakfasts. So we agree on that thing. We were recently together and we shared some toast with peanut butter. And I'm going to tell you, we used Hero Bread. It adds even more protein and fiber to that combo without adding any more sugar. Hero Bread has remade the carby, empty calorie bread products into versions that include no net carbs, zero gram sugar, and fewer calories, plus more protein and fiber while still being super fluffy and delicious. I was not sure that that particular combination was going to be possible, but Hero Bread has figured it out. Yeah, this is one I'm glad they let us try. It's like, it really tastes good. I've been trying to add more protein to my diet, and I would have thought that a hamburger rolls was not the place to do that, Amy. <laughs> but all of Hero Bread's products, from rolls to tortillas to croissants, we please, offer protein and fiber, zero to one grams of net carbs, and zero grams of sugar. Start your Hero Bread bundle on their website and get 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code motherhood at checkout. I like this bread, people. It's H-E-R-O dot C-O and code motherhood for 10% off your order of Hero Bread. Okay, we're back. So we're back. All right. So this video, I'm totally going to put it up on the show page, com. We're talking about birthday parties if you just joined us, but why you would just be joining us now? 
that would, that would be, be weird. a mystery to me. It's not like you turned on a radio. Like you had to load this and then you're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to like skip to the 20 second mark, I don't 20 minute happens. mark just for fun. All right. So never mind. You're okay. not just joining us. So these people, these, they were loco. And I will say like, I'll start with the like, oh, it was cute. Like it was really hard. Wait, to well, this was on TV? Yeah. They, like Nightline did a like. Oh, okay. Outrageous. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like my super sweet toddler There's a show called party. TLC's Outrageous Kids Parties, which I'm totally going to become an avid consumer of, but I just found out about that yesterday. But there's also, so Nightline a couple years ago did this expose of, is this all too much for yes, one year Nightline. With the just 40- call me next time. You don't need to do right, an expose. Right, exactly. Yes, it's all too much. Save so you a click. Yes, it is too much. But they're like, I don't know, it's $40,000. They had an aerialist. They had um, like lighting and, and like a dance floor and everything, like a custom dance floor and like custom curtains that said Jojo because his name was Jojo because of course. How right? old was he? One. <laughs> so of course they show him like asleep on the dance floor during Jojo. the party. And then there was bowling. Oh, Jojo. And there, there was bowling in an arcade and the, his cake. But who is it for? I mean, it's for the parents, friends. Right. I mean, it's like Jojo isn't bowling. But why I wanted to say this is so they spent like four days making this cake. It took like four cake bosses to make this cake. And it was Buzz Lightyear, like shaped exactly like Buzz Lightyear. And they wheel it out at the end. Like this was the big reveal. Like this was the cake that took so long. And you know what? It looked amazing. It looked exactly like Buzz Lightyear. But I just thought to myself, I would have baked the Duncan Hines cake and then just stuck the Buzz Lightyear guy on the cake and it would have looked 100% the same. Yep. And also, like, the only point of a one-year-old's cake is to watch them, like, smash it up and shove right. it in their face. Right. It's the only funny part about having a one-year-old. Have you seen the, have you seen the video on Facebook of the one-year-old peeing on his own birthday cake? Oh, no. Because, <laughs> again... one-year-olds are horrible. It's over- Glad I don't have one of those anymore. It's this over-engineered first... Like, they're like, here you are, like, Tyler, you know, happy birthday. And they have, they're doing <laughs> like a photo Tyler. shoot. They're doing Some a photo shoot you. of him where, like, the backdrop matches the colors of the cake. And then there's also balloons. And then he's also naked. And they're probably going to just, like, soft focus the whole thing later. And they put the cake in front of him. And he looks on it. And, and he looks at it. And then he just fully pees on it. <laughs> oh, God. So for uh, what do you think about first birthday parties? I mean, I had one. I'm against them. I, I guess I mean I'm, I'm not against them. A first birthday party is give your kid a cupcake, take a video of them eating it. Yeah, a first birthday like we had one and we invited all our friends over. Not his friends, we invited our friends over. For all three had, of your kids, did no, you have no, a first no, birthday no, party? No, no. Okay. Just the first just one, one, right? And we had like <laughs> just your favorite and chips and guacamole and beer and like we did it. We had like he's still here. We managed to get this baby to be one. And I mean, first parents are way too into their kids mm-hmm. and like of course you're gonna have a first birthday party, but like we're gonna goof on you for it. Right. Like it's I. Did I have a first birthday party for mine? I mean, I probably did. We also, I mean, I just think at that phase, you're still holding on to your friends. Like, you still think you're going to have friends. And so you're your friends like... friends without oh, kids, right? They're from that... Yeah, family. and like, just all your friends. You're like, oh, look, we still get out. We're still cool. And like, so you still, yeah, you have that birthday party because it's like really a barbecue for you and your friends and you're drinking and then the kid like eats a cupcake and everyone claps. You're right. It's it's a way for you to to reestablish. You're like I'm still here. Nothing's changed other than right. the, the baby. Which that is the first birthday party universe. is, and then of course the third kid. You're like, here's a cupcake. Get to bed. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I mean, a first birthday party is of course absurd. So old rule: one kid for every year old your child is. I guess, but you need to stop that like by, by ten. Well, but it kind of goes the opposite way. I feel like. It's easy to do until they're five, and then at five, you have to invite the class. Right. The inviting the whole class thing, which gets very hard, obviously, in a New York City apartment. If, like, if I really have to invite, there are 35 
kids and my child's grade. And so you only do one gender, though. I mean, that's right, that's so you do one gender. Right, so you you got to cut it in half right away. You single gender. Yeah, I did. Well, I tell you what, I did one. This is I have one great, cheap, fun birthday party idea that I invited the whole grade because it was so fun and easy. My my oldest son's birthday is right before Christmas, and so I think he was maybe in second grade, and we invited the whole grade, and like thirty kids came to our apartment. But the but the party was decorate our Christmas tree. It was a Christmas party. Um, we had cookies. Free labor. I like the way yeah, you roll. Yeah, we had cookies. We had the cookies, like, pre-cut that they could, like, put sprinkles on, and then I stuck them in the oven. And all the ornaments were out. I'm like, decorate my tree. Now, I'm very detached from what the... I, I, I like having a decorated like... tree. I don't really care what it looks like. And right. we had... We let them you like having the lower strings. third of your tree decorated. Yeah. Yeah. And it was... Let me tell you. What? How was, old were they? They were seven. That's fun, but I mean that that's pretty predicated on having a kid born at exactly the right time. Yeah, I guess it's a little specific I mean, and not Jewish. Pre- pretty specific. <laughs> yeah, and not Jewish and a lot of but other things. But somebody's listening right now like what a good but idea. But listen, someone just scored. One of our listeners is like, "Yes." <laughs> and everyone else is like, "Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot, Amy." I do think you have to have when you have when you have a party, you do have to have activities planned. I don't think you need to spend $700 on a No, um, you definitely have to have. So, my dad has an old joke. That is very um, germane to this, which is he always says that if he had a month to live, he would spend it riding an exercise bike at a children's birthday party because those are the two things that make it seem like time goes on and on. Like his <laughs> one month would last for like 10 years because it's like if you're on an exercise bike or at a children's birthday party, like time just stops. And it's so true. Like everyone's had that experience where you're like, I also run a Boy Scout troop and very similar you're like, here are the nine activities we're going to do in this 45-minute period. And six minutes in, you're like, well, that was fun. We're out of activities. Yes. yes. And there's always that one kid who's like, I don't I don't like playing pin the tail on the donkey. I don't like me. Right. right? Don't you always have that kid? This is the, the party? inside party problem. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, my sister was December and her birthday parties are just lore. Like it was just a bunch of maniac children stuck in my parents' house, running wild, and they would try to be like, let's play pin the tail on the donkey. And instead, they would just be like, let's play wreck your house and break your china. Like, it just it just was a, a free-for-all. And, um, yeah, there's a in lore in our family, there's a child who at my sister's, I think, sixth birthday, fifth or sixth birthday, they were like little kids. All the kids were just going nuts and at some point my mom tried to serve the cake at like our nice dining room table and the kid leapt up on the table and screamed I was born wild <laughs> and it's like that's pretty much what having a birthday party indoors in the winter yeah. is like on the east coast yeah you're like a bunch of feral cooped up kids who haven't been outside enough and they're just like you're like I, I know we'll play ring around the rosy and they're like I know I'll go rifle through your medicine cabinet like it's just they don't necessarily want to play your organized there games. There is always that one kid and so I feel like you have to have something to do. My my daughter had an American Girl birthday party because she's really into American Girl and um, at our house not at the store. Um, but like the activity was like let's all watch this American Girl movie now for half an hour and, and you know have snacks. And of course there's a yeah kid. but that's girls girls come on we can't even talk about girls it's not even fair. But but well, and then of course there's this girl who's like I'm scared I'm scared of this movie it was an American <laughs> girl movie she's like but there was a skull in it and I'm afraid of bones and I don't like <laughs> bones I like that you're goofing on a child uh, well I was like come, like because she was totally playing me I'm like well here's some you were like get it together color. lady right I had like some coloring <laughs> don't pages you color here's, here's a book here's, here's biscuit color. and then she the gives day. me 
then she gives me like, but I don't like to color. And I'm like, you can color or you can watch the movie. And these are your choices. Thinking like, what, you know, kid, it is high time somebody put the boom on you. You can watch a G-rated movie or you can <laughs> put color. The boom. I am not. Mrs. Wilson has arrived activity. to put the boom yes. on you. I'm putting the boom. On I don't even you. know what that means, but it felt really good to say oh, it. Oh, and it was. It was like minute 18 of the party. Like, oh, so it's you. You're going to be the one. Yeah. And it's not the same kid, it's a, but there's always, there's always going to be one. It's always, there's always one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the winter birthday party inside is where I might just outsource it because we did have the experience. So one of my kids is late September. So it's a little dicey, but we can usually get away with a party but I will say there is a there is a window so he's turning nine now there is a window in there with boys I feel like from six to ten where it's pretty hard to entertain 20 boys and take a chance of having them in your yard because if it rains you've got them all in your house yeah I think I think those off-site places that if you can find them they're they're useful like the bounce house things like yeah spend when you got to spend all right, here's here's my next question for you. Slumber parties. I I think they're I think they're the devil's work, the devil, uh, slumber <laughs> parties. And and that kid who annoys you is going to be there for 24 hours. It, believe me, it's happened. And, and so but my daughter like it was the day after her her 8th birthday slumber party. I said you can't have one till you're 8. So she started planning it. 8. To have a slumber party? Yeah, you think that's That seems young. Yeah. It, we did okay. Um but yeah, I held, I held her off till eight and she started planning that one when she was about six and a half and she started planning her ninth birthday slumber party when she was eight years old in one day. Uh, but they, I, I think I think eight at the very youngest and the, my problem- I feel them, like we didn't do slumber parties, am I wrong, till we were like 13 years old. Eight seems crazy young to me. So I have two boys who don't care about that. They don't care about slumber good. parties? Keep it that way. Do you, do, were your boys into slumber parties? Well, my-, my, my uh, Older kid, yeah, he he got invited to slumber parties starting at eight, and they were they were nightmares because if if you're gonna have a they don't sleep at all, right? They don't sleep at all. It it definitely ruins the weekend for the entire family of each child invited, like not just the family hosting, but each family who sends a child. Like your weekend is ruined because your kid is so useless. But but also, they're just they're problematic because, um, like my 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 fourteen year old, so he had. He had some kids come sleep over for his 14th birthday, like four, like not, you know, not 14. I mean, we're not, like I said, we're not doing one kid for right, each year. Right, you're out of that. Um, and I collected their phones. Um, and we also, ahead of time. <laughs> you I, are a hardcore party oh mom. My, but, oh my God, I have some bad stories about what happens at slumber parties when the kids have oh, unfettered access to the internet at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah I mean, not, like he, yeah, came, yeah, yeah. he came home don't from that summer party at eight years old knowing more than you would want your son oh, to know. Oh, don't tell me about yeah, that. Yeah, so don't, so, so. Collect the phones if you're going to have them. But I also f- found that the important thing to do is I let my son pick the movies. Like now it's so easy, right? You just download them from Amazon. Or you have to start thinking about it like the day before. But but I like, just pick the movies. I don't want you guys to spend two hours fighting over what movie you're going to watch. We're going to say like you can download two movies and you can watch them this one first or you can watch them that one first. But just sort of line up the um, line up the entertainment. And they're fine when they're 14, but when they're when they're eight, yeah, they all they even if they stay up until midnight, it's too late and they're they're cranky and it ruins the weekend. But it's like all oh, my daughter, my wants. kids don't care about that. I don't know. I have not uh, nine going to turn nine in September, seven and five. I have not. I've heard nary a peep about a slumber party. I mean, they have their cousins up a lot to spend the night and stuff, and they like that. And I will say, 
Talk about a birthday party idea. We do have this once a year, but it's a Cub Scout thing. But we just hosted it and it was the most fun. This might be like a really fun birthday party idea. It's kind of labor intensive and it doesn't apply to you because you live in the city. But we had, there's an overnight camping requirement for the Cub Scouts. And so they host something, but it's like an hour away. And so for some people, it's high maintenance in a lot of ways. For some people, they're worried about getting their kids out there and their kids don't want to do it, whatever else. So we have for three years, we have an alternate all Cub Scout camp out in our backyard. And so we have, this year we had like 45 people. It was super fun. And the only rule is like, you can't come inside unless you're using the bathroom. That's the only reason you're allowed in the house. And so people come in, they pull up with their like tents and we have fire pits going. And then we have tug of war races, you know, uh, three-legged races, like potato sack races, like real camp out fun. Hot dogs and hamburgers. And then we do people like that sounds, but I'm telling you, it's no work. Like they walk into, they pull up to my house. They walk into my backyard. They set up a tent. We had, I think we had 14 tents this year. Holy cow. They set up a tent and then we have coolers. Everyone brings like hot dogs and hamburgers, beer, whatever. Okay. And then we set up and you bring folding chairs. It's a camp out. And then ev- the adults all sit around. We play like a couple of organized games, but basically the kids like rove wild in the yard, make s'mores, and then it's lights out at 9 p.m. Every kid has to be in a tent by nine o'clock. And then everyone sleeps over. And then in the morning, we just make like 60 pancakes and some bacon and send everyone on their way. So much fun. That sounds so overwhelming to me, but I guess it's all about approaching it, it with ease. It uh, One thing is it's not a birthday party, so I'm not like hosting it. It's like uh-huh. it's self-hosted. Okay. The only thing next year is we're going to change to it's pack in and pack out. So like nobody leaves any garbage because we created too much garbage and that drove me crazy. But other <laughs> than the other, that. That's the other new podcast you're going to start, yeah. right? It's I know, I know. I have to do a thing about garbage because I'm so tired of garbage. I feel like we're drowning in it. But it was super fun. Like a camp out birthday party could be really fun and cheap. All right. If you live somewhere, you know, it's really just like bring a tent, set it up. You, It's a camp out. You don't come in the house. There's no reason to be inside the house. If you're a boy, you don't even need to come inside the True. house to pee. There's bushes. Like, don't come in that. Basically, nobody walked in the house. And then uh, a bunch of people, you know, people who had girls and other people came in to pee. And we do have like a wooded yard. So it's like very, very nature-y here. Um, it was a bomb. It was so much fun. You know, I, my, a friend of mine just did this in her backyard for like a Girl Scout camp. Same thing. Like they all, they all came. I think she had 30 people. And she swore up and down on Facebook that it was so great and so easy and fun. And I thought, this is, you know, this is not, this is not real. But now you're telling me people are really self-contained with it, which is fun. So we, and we do, it's a parent stays. So like, we don't, I don't have all those kids by myself. Yeah. A parent has to stay in the tent because I don't want to deal with like some kid at three o'clock in the morning who's scared and they don't know where they are. Like a parent has to stay. Well, here's an interesting question. But you could do it with older kids. You could do it with 12 year old boys and be like, it's a camp out. You're outside the whole night. Go in the yard. And don't bother me. And you have the me. one kid's like, I don't really like camping. Oh, I'll say, call your mom. Yeah, call your mom. Yeah. <laughs> call Here's your, your mom. mom's number. Ring, ring. What Bye-bye. A- what age do you think birthday parties should become drop-off? Because I... I, I it's, zero. Age zero. Yeah. Like like a four-year-old birthday party, like leave your kids and come back? My oldest four-year-old probably wasn't ready to be dropped off, and so I would stay with him. But no, at five, definitely. I mean, as young as possible. 
And what do you do if you have... Like, I don't think you should be having a party for more than three three-year-olds. Okay. So, like, that's... All right. So, it isn't like you're... Yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. So, you're, if you don't have 12 four-year-olds and then 12 parents standing around you have to feed, then it's not that big a deal. Yeah. I would, I would really... I think that one kid per age is a good thing. Unless, like, when I lived in Los Angeles and all my friends and we all had babies around the same time, we would do it kind of like, it's a barbecue and then I'd throw up a bounce house and, like... And it's a birthday party for the three-year-old. Right, right. And that's like more like a family party and there happen to be kids there. But I, th- I really think you have to check yourself if you're throwing an insanely elaborate party for 23-year-olds. That is completely that. based around the three-year-olds. I don't. I mean, that sounds bonkers to me. But as you know, I am the Eeyore of. I am the Cassandra of birthday parties. I have come from the future to warn you against birthday parties. I have. I will no one heed my cry. <laughs> I have had some really good luck with because, like, I, I do like. I like attending a Pinteresty party. I'm not particularly DIY. I don't make cakes. I'm not like arts and craftsy. I'm not. But but I have had really good luck. You just need like two weeks lead time on Etsy getting like my daughter wanted a cowgirl birthday party. So I was able for like $6 to get a banner that said Maggie's cowgirl birthday party. And and then like stickers that said, thanks for coming to my cowgirl party. And it, it made it really like to her really over the yeah, top. You're getting a lot of bang for your buck. And then yeah. you're like, it seems really special. And I have like a friend who really gets into it and is really talented at it. And like, she had a party where it was like she put a screen up in the backyard and they had an outdoor movie. But like everything inside was like beautifully done, like tiers of beautiful cupcakes and all the crafts. And they had the handwritten little flags in them. And like, I'm not going to hate on you for that. Like it, she's skilled at it. It looks beautiful. It's lovely. Like if you enjoy it, go for it. But just don't feel compelled. Right. And it also plays into a little bit like she writes her name with fire, which is like something we've talked about on the podcast before, which is like something I read online that was like a picture of a girl and it's like the caption was like, she writes her name in fire. And it's like, I I have an overall philosophy that perhaps we are giving all of our children a little too much attention and praise. Yes. And that not to be an old lady, but like when we were growing up, it was like there were a couple special days a year and we definitely had birthday parties, but I feel like we were pretty responsible for them. Like I remember I was probably 12 and I wanted to have a movie star birthday party (laughs) and I like got a people magazine and cut out pictures of like Heather Locklear and stuff and put them on cardboard and like put them around like I and I told my friends to wear like movie star gowns and my mom came up with like a couple of little things like maybe put red construction paper on our front walk to be like that's the the red red carpet carpet or whatever but it wasn't a $40,000 thing. It was fun. It felt special. But like, this is where I just think you have to watch getting into the idea that like once a year, it is your child's magical day and thousands of dollars must be invested. And like an L someone we did, my dad, uh, worked in corporate America and knew some extremely wealthy people when we were growing up. And one of the, um, quotes that emerged at some point he was at lunch with someone and this was like a joke we told all our childhood how was your kid's birthday party and he said well it was a total disaster because the elephant got loose that was how (laughs) that was the review of the child's birthday party but I remember 
that that quote to us represented something so foreign and like we grew up pretty privileged like I, we weren't like right whoa we this is so water. foreign like <laughs> we knew some wealthy people but nobody was doing i mean that was like shorthand for when something insane was happening you would say the elephant got loose like it was it was a touchstone of like this is what crazy people do and i feel like now that bar has just been way moved. Like having an elephant at someone's birthday party is still crazy, but having a crazy over the top elaborate birthday party is not that unheard of. And it's on every, I mean, every, let's life, get it together. Every people. season of Real Housewives, it happens like 45 times, right? At somebody's third birthday party and there's right like, sculptures and stuff. So don't, but let like the you're robbing loose. yourself. Like you're robbing yourself of the really fun experience of watching your six year old put on a magic show for their friends that goes really well and is really fun. That's amazing. And you're also maybe robbing yourself of the experience of your six year old deciding to put a magic show on and it doesn't go well <laughs> like whatever it is like let I, 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 we go back to such similar advice on a lot of different topics but like let's boil down now to what we've learned goodie bags are from satan and should be eliminated at all costs that's the first thing we've learned but that's you have to have stone. them anyway you you can no go. you don't don't listen to oh, amy oh, this, oh, this oh, terrible oh. advice sorry you just yeah you, but, but don't don't substitute something else just don't don't do anything at all is your is where you're coming i from. am anti-goodie bags and will go to my grave railing against goodie bags okay uh, and my kid is often like i can't believe we don't have goodie bags and the kids are like this party's lame there's no goodie bags and i'm like get out of here you punks and i just send them on their way <laughs> that's my advice the correct length of a birthday party is 90 minutes. Agreed. The correct budget for a birthday party is... 200 bucks? Uh, $200. Okay. That is the correct budget. I would go... If it's winter and you've got to invite the whole class, I'm going to give you up to like 600 Uh-huh. If you got to like go to the bounce house. If you've got to like rent a place, yeah, I yeah. feel you. And also like pay yourself for your own time. Like you're getting out of the house. Fine. Yeah. If birthday parties are totally your jam and like it's what you live for and it's like a real expression of your artistic soul or something that is really representative to you, knock yourself out. But it doesn't mean we're all going to raise our game to your level. Right. Nor should we. And if you want to kind of half do it, then just, just plan about two weeks ahead and, and order some stuff on Etsy, which doesn't cost any more than Party City and it's much nicer. Take all the phones away at slumber parties is a good takeaway for me because we're not doing that yet. But I, but that is good advice. Oh, Take the phones do. away at slumber parties. Do and and you always have Bikes. to have and have have something for the kids to do. Have like a craft activity or, or have a bunch of Legos out. It doesn't have to be anything specific. Like, uh, but th there needs to be something for them to do, and there needs to be the backup plan for the one kid who's like, I don't, I don't like puff paint. The thing you have, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You got to structure it. But, and you got to structure it and then you got to be willing to improvise off the structure because your structure is going to fall apart in like 10 minutes. It's just like parenting. Yeah, exactly. That's, it's just like parenting. Structure it and then be willing to improvise. And if the elephant gets loose, then you never should have had an elephant. And if the elephant gets you loose, that's your problem. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, I think the donation birthday party is a great idea. We haven't pulled it off yet. I think you got to watch a little bit like how much that's what your kid really wants and how much that's being imposed on them. Agreed. But I do think if you can pull it off, like I would, I, I, I give you respect. Like, I think that's a good, good, solid way to start teaching your kid that like giant piles of stuff might not be what life and birthdays are all about. I agree. I have not yet broken that to any of my kids. Exactly. I agree. 
And my and my last tip I'd like to leave because I because I keep saying it, but I think it's good is that you can you can make a very plain cake and stick whatever character your kid likes on uh, on top of it, and and you've got. I did an Arctic cake once that had my kid's penguins from his toy bin and some Swedish fish, and he thought it was just like astoundingly gorgeous. Yeah, and and in general, choose the path of least resistance. Like your kid will have fun if they have a bunch of friends running around and enjoying themselves and they're not going to remember the elephant. They're going to remember like that everybody was there together having fun. And they're going to remember that they got a big pile of stuff. (laughs) Uh, I think we solved it. As usual, we solved it. Birthday parties. What else do you need to know? It's birthday parties. It's locked. It's locked down. You know, we're going to ask you guys to help. And if you guys would like to join my goodie bag patrol that I'm forming, which is a group of moms that goes to different birthday parties and knocks goodie bags out of children's hands, please send me an email at info. You can reach out to me. Info at whatfreshhellpodcast.com if you would like to join the goodie bag patrol. Put goodie bags in the subject line, please. (laughs) Yes. No. Put no goodie bags in the subject line. There's something we really even more than that would like people to do, which is to share our page on Facebook. If you don't already like our page on Facebook, it's... Well, just search What Fresh Hell Podcast, but it's facebook.com slash whatfreshhellcast. And we put yeah. we put up stuff from the show every day. We have some funny conversations on there. And if you can share some of our posts or some of our podcast episodes when we put them up there, it will really help us find And you listeners. can. What's stopping you? you it's just hitting share. a button that it's says really share. Easy. So what Amy says, if you can, mm-hmm. I mean, you definitely can. So what's the, what's the holdup, really? So what's stopping you? What's the you? problem, guys? Mm-hmm. I know. You're busy signing up to be on goodie bag patrol but other than that you should be definitely liking and sharing us on facebook uh on twitter you can also follow us on twitter twitter w right? uh, wfh podcast i am so bad at twitter i have to figure it out i tried to um reply to someone this morning on twitter and i couldn't do it i'll help you i need a twitter tutor i'll help you and then Instagram, we're also Wet Fresh Hell Cast. And uh, at the whatfreshhellpodcast.com, I'm going to put up pictures of my horrible, horrible Lego cake and some of Margaret's beautiful cakes. Ah, uh, yes. And the, yes. And JoJo's 40000 The thing about my cakes that I think that's good is they're very accessible. There's nothing hard about the cakes that I do. You could, you could make them. Some of them are a little bit elaborate, but they're, they're pretty user-friendly. Just like you. Very user-friendly. Yes. I, I try. Pretty elaborate. That's my hashtag. User-friendly and accessible. <laughs> Okay, guys, so we will be back uh, in two weeks talking about something else exciting and fun to do with kids, I'm sure. And we will see you then. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of TILT is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the TILT Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone, and it can feel so much better. 
If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.